0: but we do work nationally to solve housing issues for service-connected disabled veterans. You can find out more about us at phhusa.org, where we have a plethora of things that you can get involved in, from events to volunteering to uh, sourcing our mission. And so we really appreciate it.
1: I'm going to tell you, we got a great show lined up today. Been been waiting for this show for uh, several weeks now.
0: I thought you were waiting on me to use the word plethora.
1: Well, I, I wasn't going to say anything because I don't want to have to give you a set of steak knives. Did you notice he's back today? You, you have too many steak knives. No. I can hear her, and it just warms <laughs> my soul to know Mrs. that somebody Giggles is here returned. to laugh.
0: I know. She, she is well, returned.
1: Brings well. joy to my
0: heart. I know. She brings joy to my heart, too. Hello, Mrs. Giggles. Hello. <laughs> Uh, We do have an awesome show, and we are so excited to have our dear friend, Rocky Lynn, and my neighbor from all of my life. I have a lifelong neighbor friend, and so uh, um, Rocky is a uh, recording artist, a Statesville native, and uh, got an incredible story. Served in the 82nd Airborne, jumped out airplanes for no good reason. And um, we're really happy to have you here, man. Hello, Brad. Thank yeah. you
2: for having me. We have been neighbors our entire life.
0: Every day.
2: So I so. wonder,
0: could you spell plethora or is that plethora. just a word that no, you actually use? I can't spell it. I can use it. I so can use it in context.
2: Here's how old I am. I'm am so old that I do not even, I'm too old to even cut my own string trimmer wire now. Right. So I buy at Home Depot, I buy these pre-packaged <laughs> string trimmer lines they come yeah. in rolls of 10 <laughs> little right. circles oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. right so I'm at, I'm at home depot and i'm checking them out i buy like 10 of them at a time because i know we don't have to make that many trips over there and i got a pretty good size yard And the machine says to me, it says, one of the items in your bag has not been scanned. So it knew that I missed one of them. The computer knew. And all I did was put them in there. So I had to go back through and find it. At the same time, I was getting some spray paint because I wanted to touch up some speaker cabinets. So I scanned the spray paint. And this thing Comes on the computer says you have to have a manager come over. So the manager had to come over and had to show my driver's license to buy a can of spray paint. So I couldn't get out of there without making sure I paid for every string trimmer thing oh that's paid for. And I had to also show my driver's license to buy some paint. But apparently, you can take an entire bag of cocaine into the White House and nobody, <laughs> knows, nobody knows where it came <laughs> from. There's DNA. There's DNA on everything in this room. There's DNA on everything in the White House, but there's not one bit of DNA on that bag. And you don't have to show your ID to vote. So I'm not making a statement. I'm not picking a side. I'm just I'm just talking about string trimmer wire here. Just calling
0: balls and strikes. I'm calling balls and strikes. Here, so
2: at the end of the day, I think accountability's issue, and we need to all see if Brad Borders can spell plethora.
0: That is a that's a, a plethora of issues, I think it starts done. with P. I think the first.
2: Yeah. I, I usually just my dad does that. He talks like that guy in Sling Blade. You ever, yeah, yeah, and so yeah, If he doesn't know a word, he'll just hit the first part of it. Right. Like if he's gonna say a to will he go give me some of that as <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm going to tell you, chap. He is now officially my favorite guest. <laughs>
0: always, always, never had a bad show with him. Ever, ever.
1: Well, Rocky, <laughs> let's let's help our guests. Uh, those listeners that may not uh, know you, It'd be hard to believe. It might be somebody listening that doesn't know you. But uh, yeah. tell us a little about yourself. Where you from, and uh, what what led you to join the service?
2: Well, I would love to sit here in this stool in this beautiful studio that with the, Joe, the engineer, and this beautiful town we live in and say that I joined the military because I was patriotic and I wanted to serve my country because in retrospect that's what I did but in real time in the 11th grade in (laughs) uh, North Idle High School that's right I really didn't have a whole lot of choices I started my life at a place called the Barium Springs home for children down in Troutman North Carolina where I lived for the first part of my life as an infant I was abandoned uh, as a child and found uh, out in the elements and I grew up there at the home for children Then I was adopted when I was a young man and I moved over next to you that's right Now, my dad is a probably the hardest working man I've ever known in my life he's almost 91 he still mows his yard I gotta mm-hmm. I gotta talk him out of climbing trees and <laughs> right. and trimming limbs but but he uh, you know he grew up in the depression and a Korean mm-hmm. War veteran and uh, and he's only got like a third grade education so he doesn't read. Smart smart man just doesn't read so uh, we struggled growing up you know financially to get to get what we needed to go so for me the army was the best possible choice and i think that uh i don't know if you're allowed to talk about god on here but i'm gonna talk about him anyway uh yeah. i think god was kind of leading me i wasn't a bad kid i never really got in trouble i didn't really have a direction i knew i wanted to be eddie van halen yeah. uh, <laughs> except taller and more handsome that was my that was my it sounds that was like my you goal. checked all
1: those boxes off
2: so i so i went in the army because they had this thing called the VEP, the Veterans Educational Assistance Program, mm-hmm. that would pay for me to go to college after. And I wanted to go out to California and uh, go to this guitar school, which I did. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then I auditioned for every rock band in the world. I mean, I you know the school I went to, Guitar Institute of Technology, sounds way more fancy than it is. They uh they had all sorts of lists whenever somebody was auditioning. So I would go to these cattle calls, and back then they were they were looking more for looks than they were anything. So I was skinny and wore spandex. The pictures are awful. You just wouldn't <laughs> believe them. The pictures are bad. Yeah. It's bad. But I, I so it got down to me and one other fella for this big rock band, big famous rock band. Now
0: wait, Can you tell us who it was? It
2: was Ozzy Osbourne. Oh no, no kidding. Yeah, and okay. uh, and it was. Me me and, and I was going to play the whole set for the management and he was going to play the whole set as well and, uh, and the gentleman comes in and he'd been drinking and I thought I'm getting this one.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm going to get this one after losing every losing every gig to Tom and Curly and the Three Stooges I was going to finally get a gig. I didn't get it no and then I realized I didn't drink I didn't do drugs I didn't smoke cigarettes I do all that stuff now but I didn't do any of it then <laughs> uh, I didn't do any of it back then so then I moved to Nashville. I figured, well, the heck with it. I'll just go to Nashville and be Tim McGraw, except right. taller and more handsome. Yeah, that right. was oh, my yeah. plan. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, currently, you know, Dalen sings in our band, our little 19-, 20-year-old young lady that sings. With, she says I'm shooting for Willie Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think I think I might can get Willie if I, I give a good shot at it. But I, the Army set me on the right pace. Those yeah, gentlemen. That's great put me yeah. right where I needed to go, yeah. pointed me in the right direction. I get up every day. I work hard. I have a family. I have children that are on track. I have a, a job and a career. I'm able to serve veterans in my own capacity with all yeah. my heart. I just got back from the state of Minnesota for our 20th annual Tribute to the Troops motorcycle ride. That was just, just last years. weekend. Wow! And it's all because people like you, Brad mm-hmm. Borders, and you, John Galena, and you, Devin, pointed me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. And it's my job in life to say thanks thank you to those men and that's what i do
1: well we are uh, we're coming up here on a break awesome. and uh, if uh, i talk you, the whole time you are doing great <laughs> you're making our job easy but if you are listening and you want to learn more uh, we're going to be talking uh, with rocky some more about where i belong a documentary about rocky's life that is getting ready to air here in debut here in states with the full bloom festival coming up here in just uh, another week so uh, stay tuned and learn more putting the pieces back together presented by purple heart homes. And I'm going to tell you that is a, uh, a great uh, piece of bumper music there uh, written and uh, sung by Rocky Lynn and a uh, special guest with us here today. And if, uh, if you don't know about Rocky and uh, you maybe not know that he's been on our show before uh, one of our uh, returning guests and uh, thankful to have him uh, right here in our own community, uh, really an extraordinary guy has a uh, charity, him and his wife have a charity, uh, tribute to the troops where they uh do uh, motorcycle rides and support the families of fallen soldiers mm-hmm. and uh as rocky yep. was just sharing in the previous segment just celebrated our 20th anniversary and so rocky thanks for all you do and uh, just for being an inspiration to us all but as we uh, stated before we went to break you have a documentary that's getting ready to uh be debuted here in states what the full bloom film festival we do.
2: Tell us that, a little bit about that. Well, uh, I used to host this show on A&E. Some of you may have seen it called Operation Build, and that's mm-hmm. where we would rebuild uh, veterans' homes who had been injured and needed assistance, handicap assistance. And uh, the people that did that show uh, felt like they'd like to uh do a documentary about me. I, I personally thought it was the dumbest idea I'd ever heard in my whole life. You know, I mean, I mean, I get it. You know, I was found, I was told my whole life I was found in a garbage dumpster thrown away, and then I grew up at the orphanage. But that doesn't make a movie. That's just a bad start.
0: Yeah. You know, that's just like a pretty
2: bad little no, beginning. Yeah. And then the day after I graduated high school, I went in the United States Army, and I spent uh, three years active and three years in the Reserves being uh molded into a man by people like yourselves and uh and i was deployed and but that doesn't make a movie either that's just good luck you know Mm -hmm. so then i moved to california we talked about that to be eddie van halen that didn't work (laughs) that doesn't make a movie so i moved to nashville to be tim mcgraw and i ended up writing songs for i've been lucky you know i've written songs for charlie pride Mm -hmm. ricky skaggs and uh Uh, the Oak Ridge Boys and Steve Warner. I I just got lucky. I'm not very good at it. I just ride a whole bunch of them. If you throw enough darts, you're bound to hit something, right? (laughs) And uh, that didn't make a movie either. But then when they started making this movie, and so let me tell you a little bit about my charity. It's called Tribute to the Troops, and what we do is get on motorcycles, and we visit families who have lost loved ones in post-9-11. And we, we include not just Gold Star families, but suicide Mm. people that lose their battle with PTSD. And over the last 20 years, we've sent 123 children to college, just a Mm. blue-collar kid from a dope road that lives behind Brad Borders. So that's Mm. a blessing for us. That doesn't make a movie. But then they found my father. These people died a DNA detective, and they found my my real natural dad. And he never knew that I'd been born, never knew he, he had a whole family. Guess what he did for a living? Wrote music. He was a guitar player in a country band. No No kidding. kidding. He was a paratrooper in the 82nd Airborne, and he rode a motorcycle his whole life. Holy smokes. Holy buckets. That's a movie. Wow. And not only that, he was still alive. 84 years old, he was still alive. I got to meet my father. Mm -hmm. I was holding his hand just Mm. hours before he passed away. Mm. Oh, my gosh. And I never knew him. I now have a family. I have brothers and sisters. At Thanksgiving, it's not just my little children and my wife we have I I go to this family event where there's a where there's brothers and cousins and it's the biggest blessing that's ever happened to me.
0: uh, Where was he living?
2: He lived in Wilkesboro Wilkesboro. he lived in Wilkesboro and uh, the story of my mother is much more complicated but they Mm -hmm. found her as well and uh, and that whole story is in the movie we're doing what's called the film festival circuit right now we've been accepted into the L.A. Film Festival and the New York Film Festival and up to this point, I don't, I mean, uh, first, off, I, when I watched the movie, I was mostly relieved that it didn't suck. You know, like, <laughs> no. I didn't want it. No. I was like, well, if I'm going to put people in this room for an hour, yeah. I hope I'm not going to, you know, if they come see me, I can bore them to death as long as I want to. But anyway, they started showing it, and we started winning. Mm. We started, we've won wow. four film festivals so far no and, and been accepted to all these fancy ones. And so the Full Bloom Film Festival, which is the one they do here in Statesville, have decided... They're going to show it. They're going to feature it as one of the films that they show. And so we're super excited that it's going to be at Shearer Hall coming up pretty soon. Next Friday at 8 o'clock. But what you guys do in this world inspire me to no Mm -hmm. end. You know, I I was friends with with Dale and Mm -hmm. had been friends forever with Dale. And uh, I recorded Dale's band's album. Do you know Dale was a drummer?
1: Oh, yeah. Outlaw Two One. Outlaw <laughs> Two
2: One. He 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 told me uh, he told me one time. He said that you know how your mind works different than you want it to work. It just works however it wants to. <laughs> he said when he was in that accident and that IED went off, that the first thing went through his mind. He didn't think he was going to die. He didn't think he's gonna lose his legs. He said, "I th- I don't think I'll ever play drums again." No, oh, yeah, that's what he said. Right. And then, so for two weeks, when they were making that record, and Dale Beatty would come in here and sit down behind those drums with no legs, mm-hmm. and he'd play that drum kit. And he was good. He was great. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. great. And it just it inspired me to no end whatsoever, and so I've I've been a fan of what y'all do from Mm -hmm. day one, and will always any anything I can ever do to be involved with what you do, except for maybe going up and down that hill a whole bunch of times. (laughs) Uh, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure I'm gonna do that, but I I would help. (laughs) Brad Borders, if his tree's about to get struck by lightning, get back inside.
1: I want to go back to the, uh, to, the to the documentary here, uh, Where I Belong. And so folks can still buy tickets for that, and it will be airing on September 8th at 11.15 a.m., and then again uh, September 9th at 2.45 p.m. at Shearer Hall, which is Mitchell Community College. And uh, so you can purchase your tickets for that online. I'm um, certain you can uh, just do a, a quick Google of uh, Full, full bloom, bloom Film Festival, film probably, festival yeah. and be able to find that. But Rocky, you're so talented and, and do so much. I'm just curious, do you play your own part in the documentary? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it I is, like it is I, know, I know some documentaries, they have actors that do some
2: of this. <laughs> and so and we curious. did That's approach several yeah. people. We we tried yeah. to get Brad Pitt. <laughs> okay. Well, I was, I was wondering. And, I mean, we've uh,
1: talked about Eddie Van Halen then, to and Charles, then, Charles tall, Timmel, you know, And then we <laughs> went, went for Matthew
2: McConaughey. Not uh, tall you enough know? And not good But the only person that actually agreed to do it was that guy that played the constable in Justified. Remember that guy? And, uh, and I thought, that's just not fair to him. You know? <laughs> no, that is gosh. not fair to him to do that. So oh, bar wow. it, barring finding anybody... As <laughs> handsome as me, we just decided to let me go ahead and play yeah, me. in the movie. Right. Okay, right. right. nobody
1: else. Good, could do good it. answer. Nobody good. else could do it. That's good answer. To it. That is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's. I want to. I want to. We're going to put a pin in this for just a minute here. We'll come. We'll come back to uh, where I belong in a few minutes. You got something else that's really exciting. It's been on the national stage here lately. Uh, you, you do. Uh, you, you help coach as you talked about with Dale and his band I, all two one. But you've got another uh, young lady from here in Statesville, North Carolina. that has been on the national stage a performing. protege. Yeah. yeah, tell us a little about, bit about, about, four about year, Danny.
2: About four years ago, uh, Susan brought this young lady into my studio, and she sang for me sitting on the couch. And uh, once in a while, once in a, once in a great while, a person comes along that has a voice for a generation. Mm-hmm. I mean somebody who when they say something and they sing they open their Patsy Cline would be an mm-hmm. example of that mm-hmm. uh, Janis Joplin would be an example of that uh, Bob Dylan for that matter and there's this young lady named Danny Carr and I started mm-hmm. working with her would, would trying to write songs and make music and then they were able to get her on America's Got Talent, which she excelled all the way to the semifinals, just kicking mm-hmm. rear end and doing a great job. But my goal in that is is exactly what John says. I'm just a coach. She already knows who she is. She's a fully formed artist. She knows exactly what she wants to do. And it's my job to say, hey, you know, I've got a half a lifetime of experience here. Let me try to help you avoid some potholes and move move yourself forward without taking as many hits as you're going to have to take because the music business besides yeah. being full of uh... uh... uh scoundrels and yeah. and and filthy people sometimes and crooked people there's there's
0: also a downside <laughs> 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 well, Yeah. well it was, funny when, yeah, it was just i don't know a month ago um, i was here you were in the studio i heard music mm-hmm. and so whenever i hear music back there i always go back and see if you're there and Danny was here that day mm-hmm. and got to meet her. and it was when it was a few weeks after she had come back from LA doing the show then. And, um, but the thing that, that really struck me about her, not only you let me listen to a song that y'all had just finished recording, and I was telling you before the show how that ston- that song just stuck in my head. Um, And it was a song called I Just Want to Get Better It's called I I, I Wish I Was I Wish I Was Better Wish I Was a Little Bit Better And we all do Don't we I mean that was her
2: idea That was her hook Uh, She came up with this You know I I mean I helped her write the song But but she came up with that idea, and it's a, it's a great universal concept. There's not a person alive except for, I don't know, maybe Donald Trump that thinks they'd like to be a little bit better, right? right. right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, all of us want to be just a little bit better, yeah. you know, and, and it's, her record is done. It's at Mastering Facility now. They're printing it up, and I would encourage everyone that hears this to... Listen to that record when oh, it comes out because it's fantastic.
1: And so where can people get that record?
2: Well, um, that's not a question for me because okay. I'm not good at logistics. I know it's done <laughs> and it's being printed, and I think when it's done, uh, they'll put it out. But I don't know exactly how that's going <laughs> yet. Guess. Susan would be a good person to ask for that. Well,
1: we'll find out. Make sure to share that on our social media because I know I personally want a copy of it. Well, I got a copy of your your record here. Uh, recently. I'm going to
2: bring you one of hers yeah. when y'all are in here one day. I'll come in and bring we it. We got. To got, I, got a, I got a
0: vinyl copy. I should have brought that, it today because I need to give me signed
1: the so Same. I got a yeah. vinyl
0: copy of right Well, you only I live I... a block away. I know. What's wrong with me? Stop <laughs> by. Um, well,
1: I'm, well I'm I guess I'm, ya, I'm, I mean just just think about it. The man's got a gold record, and he's sitting here talking to us two. I, I don't
0: know why. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I mean, not sure why either. We're
1: in the yeah.
0: I have a, I've I've had like a brush with greatness today.
1: You did. So so we're at. When we come back, <laughs> we're going we're going to a break here. Listen for our sponsors, and we come back, we're going to hear from Devil Dog Devin, and then we're going to go back to uh, learn.
0: Putting the pieces back together Presented by Purple Heart Hunter. You're listening to Rocky Lynn And uh, he is a world famous musician And my neighbor (laughs) <laughs> Not in that order. Not in that order. Right. My neighbor, Andy's world famous. My neighbor first. Um, and so uh, we're really glad to have uh, him on the show today. And uh, it's been a great show so far. Where There's more to come. Rocky's been making us laugh the whole time in here, and it's been awesome. So well, well, Thank
2: you for having me, yeah, Brad.
0: So glad to have you here, brother. And uh, hey, we've got uh, our everybody's uh, favorite segment of the week. The Devil Dog himself is uh, back from a secret mission somewhere, I'm sure, and has the Project of the Week. I, I don't know
3: about any secret missions this past week. Everybody heard him
1: the whole route. <laughs> I'm,
3: I've got one coming for him. I've I, got a oh secret gosh.
0: mission coming for you next week. Oh, man. So be on the lookout I, on social media. You're going to see Devin riding a very weird bicycle oh coming gosh. up in can, the next week or can so. Can I
3: not just sit no. back with Rocky? Because he, he mentioned he wasn't going to ride up the hill. Yeah, we'll just go, get, go to the bar and get a drink over there at the <laughs> Solar <laughs> Distillery. at the, I'm going to the make him Some Star people Ranger have to paintings. do that.
2: Some people have to do the heavy lifting. Oh you my gosh you'll we'll do that
3: <laughs> So, well, uh, with, with that in mind, I guess uh, uh, watch your social media because apparently you're going to get to see my secret mission.
0: And you're going to be wearing ranger panties. And for those that uh, don't ranger know, panties. they are oh illegal God. shorts that people wear <laughs> in the ranger regiment, and they are too short. Remember Daisy Duke? That's kind of what they look like. We, we,
3: know, we didn't really call them ranger panties in the Marine Corps, but yeah, we had the same thing. Yeah. That's what they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, they were right. they were pretty pretty short. We yeah, have uh, to get our friend Evan should, over here to. Make Make sure, he's, oh, uh, gosh. he's a part of that. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I think oh, y'all gosh. should
2: do some less intensive bicycle riding for the people who are not quite initiated to ride up that hill 2,000 times or we, got, or we got something for you, like something. See, so see, wait,
1: wait, wait. We, we do curls at um, at Southern Distilling while they're riding the bikes. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're yeah.
2: on curls. <laughs> yeah. so Susan, who books me, you know, she books me. And I do a lot of motorcycle rides. And sometimes I've been the motorcycle that escorts bicycles on rides. Right. And so she booked this ride. It was a ride from, it started in Gettysburg and went all the way to Bethesda and ended at, 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 at uh, Walter Reed. And I was going to play at the end of it. And so we fly into Bethesda, uh, or into, into Gettysburg, and we're leaving from Seamus. Do you know who Seamus, uh, the, he, was, uh, he was a, a gunny sergeant, oh. sergeant from the Marine Corps, and his property backed up to Gettysburg, and that's where we we're leaving from. And so we get there, and we're going, I got my helmet and my, my uh, leather jacket and my boots, and as we get there, it's bicycles everywhere. Bicycles and bicycles and and, uh, wounded soldiers, and there's guys with bikes where they sit and they pedal with their hand because they don't have any feet. Oh yeah. And Sue goes, I think I'm about to get fired. And I said, why? She says, I don't think this is a motorcycle ride. It was a bicycle ride. A hundred and ten miles. And of all the things I am, I'm not very smart. We've established I'm not very handsome. Uh, We've established uh, I just write a whole lot of songs. I'm not very good. But I am determined. And so I got on that dead gum bicycle that they gave me and I rode 110 miles no, I'm kidding. and, what? and uh, <laughs> oh my god I mm. didn't sit down for a month. Oh I mean, my gosh. And so I've been every time Brad, bo- I don't even remember playing. I don't remember. I'd, apparently, I did, but I yeah. don't remember doing it. But but every time Brad says, "We're just going to gonna do about thirty miles," I'm like,
1: oh, "Let's let's do two miles. Man.
2: Let's, let's let's go out there and, no, and do it." No, I got a bike oh now, Rocky.
1: <laughs> you are aware that uh, Harley's now making an e-bike, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, a, I, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go talk to Derek. He's got one of them. Oh man, I yeah. I
2: would
0: like. Oh my God. You know. A motor in it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You okay. You push on the pedals and it's pedal
3: assist. You can fly.
2: Oh, I'll, I'll come do that. 30 miles <laughs> <Come 000 in. laughs>
3: an hour, man. Bro, that <laughs> thing's That's great. A- <laughs> well, speaking of determined, you know who is determined? is Purple Heart Holmes. Yes, they are. And, and we well are determined good. to help our veterans each and every day. And uh, we just had a. a finished up on a project that uh you know sometimes things don't don't go perfect and this veteran's wife called us uh because he he can't call him uh, himself he has dementia and and alzheimer's and some other things going on not too far away from us so uh uh john uh sent me on a secret mission over there (laughs) to determine what the problem was because it had been done by one of our our chapters and um it turned out that that while everything wasn't done exactly uh, the the way that that I would have done it, um, it really wasn't the problem in this veteran's home. Um, she had two separate problems. Uh, when I say she, I mean the the, the, the wife. And uh, and we took a look at it and we determined that you know none of this was was part of the project that we did. But what we saw is that the veteran still needed help. Mm. And so while we went there to look at warranting the work, we found that the veteran in, instead just had had another need. And we, we went ahead and did what was right and and took care of that. The her She had a, a major leak in, in her home. It was ruining everything in the basement. Thanks to Team Rubicon, they come out there, cleaned it out. They found $500 in the basement. Oh my God. Right? Like cash money? Cash money, handed it over. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it, uh, we, we had a, a men's group from a, a local church in Mooresville. Uh, they, they went out there to, to Winston-Salem area. Um, they, they cleaned this thing out for us. And uh, all in all, when everything was said and done, not only did we fix the, the issues that that uh that we didn't do as well as we could have but we went above and beyond and fixed the other issues because that's what the veteran deserved. That's what you
2: guys are about. Absolutely that's how you do
3: it. And I want to give a big shout out to Tammy Borders because uh, she was the project manager on this and uh, Tammy Borders. Tammy Borders <laughs> Tammy Borders, I'm sorry. Tammy Brichette <laughs> <you Yeah>. so <laughs> did you know she was running <laughs> secret missions. <laughs> no, I, I did apologize. Not. Tammy Brichette there's I didn't too know many more people Purple on the payroll. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> there's a plethora of and, uh, names being thrown <laughs> around by no has uh. been moonlighting <laughs> as a project manager. Uh,
3: yeah. She didn't tell you, Brad? Oh, my gosh. I've been so busy. I not yeah.
0: like, are you doing over there?
3: I apologize, uh, but she then did I a heck of a job. The
1: office a lot. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, uh, I knew y'all came as a package. I didn't, yeah. know, she was, I didn't know either. That's incredible. Oh my gosh. My
0: wife is multifaceted, multi talented. Uh, yeah. So true. that is fantastic. well.
3: Hey, if you want to help a veteran, go to phhusa.org I'm gonna turn it back over to y'all.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> couldn't be a better cause to donate to, folks. I mean, these guys have been doing this for a long time any veteran in need, they do every single thing they can. Purple Heart Homes deserves not only our full financial support, but our moral support and our prayers as well, because they are in the trenches, helping the men that need the help. Ah, yeah. well, uh, thanks,
0: Rocky. Yeah, man, and we just celebrated our 15th anniversary oh, yeah. last yeah. weekend, wow. and so uh, 2008 was uh, the Articles of Incorporation or not not really
1: <laughs> the whatever, yeah. you call, whatever you call it, right? Yeah, we got our 501c3. 501c3 past. in, in uh,
0: 2008, and uh, 1,270-some veteran projects later, here we are, right, in 15 years, and the majority belief. of those happened in the last five years, right, so uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty incredible, so uh, uh, we're really glad for the, the support of our local community and, and the support nationwide that people have uh, thrown behind us because we couldn't do it without you.
1: Well, we, uh, we, we, we got a couple more minutes before our break here, and I, I want to ask Rocky a, a story of Tell us a funny story from your service. Share something that that you look back on your service that makes you laugh and inspires you to move forward.
2: Well, in the military, if you're in the infantry, one of the things they try to do is teach you how to read a compass. And uh, when we would do patrol, patrol means we walk around in the woods with heavy stuff on our back. Mm -hmm. Uh, you, You would stay 10 to 12 meters behind the person in front of you. And you do that because the kill radius of an M67 fragmentation grenade is... 10 meters mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so that way if a grenade went off in between of you which seldom happens in georgia thank god yeah. uh, <laughs> you would be all right well i am the world's worst compass reader so when we would do these things we would get a, a destination we're going to and it'd be at night and you couldn't usually see but we had these little hats that had these little two glow-in-the-dark strips in the back of them and michael holcomb who was the guy in front of me i would just follow him I'd see his little two things, and I'd stay back a little ways. They and called
0: him cat eyes.
2: Yes, and I would just yeah. follow Michael Holcomb. Well, one night, Michael is going through every bush. He's not He's not going around places. He's going all through these bushes. And finally, I said, i got to catch up to him and see what the heck is going on in Michael Holcomb's mind. And when I caught Michael Holcomb that night, I hadn't had a whole lot of sleep. We were in training, you know. It was a firefly. I'd, <laughs> I, I had been following I had been following a lightning bug. That's a song. Through the, you just to the a song. Through the Fort Benning jungles for about an hour. And so then I did what
0: every good
2: infantry soldier does. I took a nap. I figured I figured they to find me and get me in trouble anyway. Hey, we'll
3: be right back yeah, after these fashion. You'll yeah. listen to putting the Beats back together.
0: Up putting the pieces back together and you're here in rocky Lynn, uh our uh our friend our neighbor um growing up here in distinguished guest distinguished <laughs> guest <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just, uh man uh, we're really glad and to have you And humble too And humble uh, And uh, tall and good looking Exactly Yeah Right Tall and good looking Hey I just got word uh, Over Facebook That Danny Carr Has landed back In North Carolina Danny Carr is on she, the ground She is on the ground In North Carolina So that's good well, news Well don't so. tell
2: her But while she was gone I detailed her car Oh no kidding Oh yeah no, man yeah, oh, It's man. buff waxed And cleaned yeah. And
0: perfect She's not well, going we'll to and recognize secret. it We won't tell anybody Yeah. Don't, don't oh, tell anybody no. Right. So, uh, hey, during the break, we were, uh, talking, Rocky was sharing a little bit about, um, well, the, the, he, in case you missed it, he was sharing a story about how he got lost in the woods at, uh, at Fort, uh, Fort Benning sounded like, and, uh, thought he was following a soldier that had glow-in-the-dark tape on the back of his hat, and turned out he was following a firefly, so, uh, uh, which is an awesome story, by the way, and that should be a country <laughs> song, um, following fireflies, right, so, uh, but, Don't um, go chasing fireflies. Yeah, but <laughs> that's a, there's your hook. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I think uh, one of the things you said during the break um, was about the kind of the roots of this documentary uh, called Where I Belong that uh, is coming out. It's going to be shown here in Statesville. Uh, it's going to be shown in a lot of other festivals coming up. But the uh, the story is rooted in love and forgiveness. Yes. And um, I think it was really powerful. Can you elaborate? We, we talked about that during the break, but... Uh, for our listeners back on live on the air can you elaborate a little bit on that for us
2: well as i was talking with y'all and john asked me about that and i said you know we could have made a completely different kind of movie it could have been a movie about uh growing up in an orphanage or uh, foster homes and what that was like in the late 60s early 70s it wasn't always a pretty picture you know And, and sometimes there's lots of things that go with that uh that sort of vernacular that makes it so that uh Uh, a a kid might feel less than or not not quite have the right kind of shoes or the whatever and we wanted to make a movie that 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 lived in hope where there you know i mean i mean i'm not a spring chicken but i'm still thinking i got a shot at it like i you know I'm, i'm i had an attorney once his name was ken abdo he's a great wonderful friend of mine and he was i was trying to get him to shop one of my Records and he said, "You're just too stupid to quit, aren't you?" And, and I said, "Yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm just too stupid to quit because I think that that the only thing that'll ever keep you from reaching your goal is if you quit. Mm-hmm. It's not you just got to keep going and keep reaching for whatever it is you're reaching for. And for me, I'm just reaching for to be the best human being I can be. Mm-hmm. I want to be a good citizen. I want to be a good human being. I want to reach out to my fellow man. I'm not trying to live in a big house or." drive a big car, I'm trying to do what's right mm-hmm. and trying to be someone who who can maybe reach down and help somebody. With, with me, it's music. So, I mean, I try to reach and help people that that that, I, that Mike could benefit from my all the mistakes that I've made in the past, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what our movie's about. Our movie's about hope and trying to, to build something, and it's got a musical component to it too. I'm I'm excited to see what happens with it. I'm, I'm stunned every time I see it, and I'm and when I watch people's reaction. It literally brings me to tears, and as you mm-hmm. know me, I'm not a crier, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I I sit there and see people moved by the story of my life, and I think, well, if they're moved by my story. They for sure be moved by your story Mm -hmm. and your story and your story. We all have a story and we all have a path that we're going through. And I'm just trying to uh, help people find theirs.
0: Man, I appreciate it. And I'm I'm so glad that this platform has been put together and that this message can get out. And um, I think it's going to be really good for for our community, but but good for anybody uh, to... uh, to watch this, and I'm excited about going uh, to check it out. It's oh yeah, and
2: it'll be on a on, on a on a broadcast network at the first of the year. Either probably PBS is where it's going to start, and then it'll yeah. be on other ones. Just came from Minnesota. That was nice. It, you know, it was yeah, 110 trip. It was the 20th year, uh, 20th annual tribute to the troops motorcycle ride in Minnesota, and uh, so we had uh, hundreds of motorcycles, and we had a dinner. We visited two families that had uh, lost. Uh, Service members while they were serving our country. Minnesotans are very interesting people. Do you mm-hmm. know how to get 10 Minnesotans out of a swimming pool? Mm-hmm. He yeah. said, "Hey guys, you mind getting out of the swimming pool?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it ain't like down yeah. here where you got to get a fish hook and pull John Scott Johnson mm-hmm. out yeah. of the pool, That's right. you know, and get his floating duck and all that. Just say, "Hey guys, you mind getting out of the pool?" They'll do it. Because mm-hmm. oh, Minnesota yeah. is oh, exactly—they yeah. yeah. are wonderful oh, you folks. Yeah. So yeah. tell
1: us about the mission of Tribute for the Troops and how people can get involved, and in what's y'all's greatest need.
2: What what we want to do? Here's what we want to do. Uh, what. Like the motorcycle ride is in North Carolina is in October. It's Mm -hmm. coming up. We're going to go visit two families in Lexington, and then we'll do a a family at the at the uh, visit here. And what what my small part is it is to research those people that we go and see. And I go not just for them military life and how they lost their life serving for us, but the whole story. what you know, weekend's that going to be, right? It's going to be October, I think it's October 11th. I have to double check that, but I think it's that weekend. And so uh, we recognize, what we want to do is remember their service and their family service because every single day at a Gold Star family's house is Memorial Day, mm-hmm. every yeah. day. This morning That's I right. got up at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning. No, I got up at 5 o'clock in the morning, and I took a Gold Star mother to Concord, Uh, who was having surgery, and her son was going to come up and take her, but he got delayed because of the hurricane and all the trouble. And see, because sometimes when they're, see, if something happened to you you on the way home today, they'd call your wife a Mm -hmm. widow. Mm -hmm. Something happened to her, they'd call you a widower. Mm -hmm. I grew up at the Barium Springs home for children. They called us orphans. Mm -hmm. But there's no word for the loss of a child. Mm -hmm. They don't have a word that says, hey, you're this now. And sometimes that's probably because there are no words. Mm -hmm. There's no words that can go to that deep a place where they're trying to live at. And when there are no words, sometimes the only thing left is an action. Yeah, agreed. And tribute to the troops is an action. Mm -hmm. Purple Heart Homes is an action. You stand in that person's yard where that kid grew up, and there's 500 people from all over the United States that came to say, we are here to say in a loud and clear voice, thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for our freedoms. And we're not going to forget, we're going to remember. That's I, what Tribute is. I got does.
0: introduced to, um, there's a guy, a podcaster named Rich Roll, and he's got a podcast entitled, Mood Follows Action. Mm. right? And it has just, for the last month, it's, I, I, I've been applying that to everything. Um, it, it is literally true, it's 100% true. That whatever action you take will create a follow-on mood yeah right always and so when you're in a when you're in a bad mood right um, the the the, the way to get away from the bad mood is to take an action that creates a positive mood right right Just take an action and so every action that tribute to the troops takes imagine, tell me how people feel when they get done participating in that action of showing love to these families? What is what is the response from the participants? Well, we got 20 years of, up in Minnesota yeah. and there's
2: some pretty hardcore bikers ride with us and, and uh, old Vietnam guys and Special Forces guys yeah. and Marine guys and at one point of the story Darby Morin, the sergeant that we visited, he he, he was a, a First Nation person from Canada He and because of the Jay Treaty he could serve in the United States Army And he spent his whole life, when he was off duty, going back to the reservations in his uniform and encouraging the young... uh indigenous people of Canada because they're, they're, they're plagued with drug abuse and alcohol mm-hmm. abuse and mistreatment by the government. You think, you, you think we were bad to the Native Americans? The Canadians were even worse. Mm-hmm. But when he died, he wanted to be buried on that reservation. Mm-hmm. And his wife, on the dignified transfer back, was on a small plane with him. It took her forever to get the paperwork done. So it was just the two pilots, the man in his unit that escorted him from his where he had encountered the IED, mm-hmm. his wife, and then his casket was directly behind her seat. Mm -hmm. And she asked the pilot, she said, when we cross over into into Canada, can you let me know when we're going to cross? And she said directly, the pilot came and said, "Um, we're getting ready to cross the border from the U.S. into Canada. And as they crossed over, she reached back and put her hand on his casket Mm -hmm. so so she could hold him Mm -hmm. as he got home. And there wasn't a dry eye in that yard. No, I'm sure. Uh, even those tough guys, even it made me, it was hard for me to get through it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I've been doing it for twenty years. And yeah. that's that's the kind of memories we want them to know that who Darby Moran was and what he's about and and, and remember him because we yeah. are sitting in this room because of him. It's because of men like him mm-hmm. and because of men like you that we're free. Mm-hmm.
1: So Rocky, tell us uh, how can folks uh, how can folks get a hold of the tribute for the troops?
2: Well, you can go to tribute to the troops.org. We are. We've been in five states for the last 19 years, and we are now a national charity, Mm -hmm. like you guys. Mm -hmm. We're actually, we're trying to, we'll say borrow a whole bunch of your ideas. I mean, Uh, we're we're gonna. We we, want to try to. We want to try to do what you're doing and be able to serve. Uh, veterans and their families in all 50 states so Mm -hmm. we've we've moved that this year alone we went to south carolina virginia we got wisconsin planned so go to the website come volunteer come hang out with us come to the north carolina ride and see what it's all about tribute tribute to 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 the troops troops. dot o-r-g okay which i think is an acronym in space force for something i think it stands (laughs) for, for orbit right
0: Gone. Yeah, Arbert Wright gone. Of course. (laughs) Why not? Yeah, I love it. And you can also, you can look up Rocky online and you can find his website where all his music is housed at and probably on Spotify. I would imagine. uh, Rocky
1: Lynn, Mm R-O-C-K-I-E-L-Y-N-N-E. The most misspelled name
2: in the music business. Okay, (laughs) I had a record deal at one point. I had a number one single. I'm not bragging, but we did. And we had a bus, and we showed up, and it said, Rocky, Rocky, Rocky and the Road Itch on the sign or something (laughs) like that.